Nothing says, will you marry me like a diamond ring. But there's a reason behind why it's not pearls, rubies, sapphires or any other gem. In the 1940s, only 10% of engagement rings were diamond rings. But by the time we hit the 2000s, more than 80% of engagement rings had a diamond in them. So what in the world happened there? This is Siddhant and welcome to a brand new episode of Let's Do Shots. The diamond ring was never really a symbol of love and commitment until, believe it or not, a marketing campaign made it one. People were wearing diamonds, but they were just the absolute top, top richest people in the world. In fact, diamonds were quite rare in the 1800s, until diamond mines were discovered in abundance in South Africa. This sudden availability of diamonds lowered its price dramatically. And that's when De Beers, the largest international corporation in the diamond industry, came up with a plan. They wanted to create a monopoly so they could control the supply and prices of diamonds. And so they did. De Beers bought all the other diamond companies and reduced the number of diamond exports from 7 million carats to just 14,000 carats a year. This immediately increased the value of diamonds and De Beers has since ruled the world of diamonds. In the 1940s, De Beers came up with a marketing strategy that changed the way the world looked at diamonds. It hired an ad agency in New York, which gave the company the famous line we all know today. A diamond is forever. With this line, De Beers sold the world on a single idea, the durability of the diamond, which it tied in with the thought that marriage is forever. It told people that the size and clarity of the diamond symbolizes the depth of a man's commitment to his woman. The Diamond is Forever campaign took the world by storm and changed the cultural perception of diamonds. It created imagery that conveyed beauty, wealth, happiness, romance and everlasting love, things that most people want and crave in their lives. Pop culture ate up this idea of diamonds being the most romantic gesture. And soon diamonds were everywhere. On TV, on the radio, in print. Celebrities began proposing with diamond rings and De Beers made the most of it with a very clever PR strategy. It began running stories in the press of celebrities wearing diamonds and proposals by the rich and famous facilitated by diamond rings, creating the aspirational idea of one day being proposed with a diamond ring for millions around the world. All of this sent their sales soaring. There's a research which says that in the 1960s, only about 5% of married women in Japan had received a diamond ring. This number grew to almost 80% in the 1990s thanks to the tagline, a diamond is forever. No matter which country they took this campaign to, the four words worked like magic. All of the communication from De Beers convinced people of the idea that diamonds were the only gemstones worthy of romance, and that a successful courtship resulted in a diamond ring. Back in the 1930s and 40s, men would typically spend about one month's salary on a ring. By the 1980s, the idea that one must spend at least two months' salary on an engagement ring was normalized. Once again, thanks to a marketing masterstroke by De Beers that connected the amount of money a man would spend to the worth of the woman he loved. I know this sounds absolutely ridiculous today, but back in the day, this was very, very normalized. In fact, one of their print ads actually read these lines, quote, Two months' salary showed the future Mrs. Smith what the future would be like. You can't look at Jane and tell me she's not worth two months' salary. I mean, what in the world? Another one read, How can you make two months' salary last forever? It might sound really weird to us now, but it actually worked back in the day. 
De Beers knew how to play with the psyche of the consumer. As time passed, they even created the Eternity Ring, the Trilogy Ring, and more recently, a Right Hand Ring, which were marketed to women as a gift to themselves asserting their independence. With all of this, De Beers was able to achieve two things. Number one, it made diamond rings an essential part of getting married. It created a tradition to mark a celebration of love. And two, it put a price tag on this tradition dictating how much one should pay for it. It communicated this idea that the investment was much, much smaller than the long-term returns. That is, just two months' salary for a lifetime of love and happiness. You have to give in order to get, right? And according to them, a lifetime supply of happiness for two months' salary is really nothing. With these two achievements, De Beers single-handedly began to create unprecedented demand for diamonds. It already controlled the supply. A diamond is forever became one of the world's most iconic marketing slogans ever. The idea that a diamond ring is the choice for making things official is still very relevant. And it's all thanks to a brilliant copywriter and an undeniably influential marketing campaign. (music) 